0: Good morning. I am here to talk about grief and loss with humor and grace and Deb, and I am waiting for Deb to come online. She's just tagged me in a post here with us so we can talk about all things grief and loss. I'm going to tag her on here so that she can join us. I hope that you are going to invite a few friends of your own so that they can share this amongst themselves and be part of this process with us. We really enjoy being able to talk about all the grief, all the loss. Deb has got such a great sense of humor. We've posted some things this week on the site. About um, humorists and some programs coming up, and some resources, and we'll continue to do that. If you have any you'd like us to add, we'd be happy to. Um, we are the the place where we like to talk about grief. Let me bring the camera up a little closer and see if we've got Deb coming on. Anytime soon. She should be coming on momentarily. I hope your week has been good. I hope that you are having a, a have plans for at least a positive weekend. Good morning. Um, It is
1: time for.
0: There's last week's. And I hope you're ready to um, at least have a little downtime as we're getting ready for yet another week coming up. Because it does seem like the weeks and the weekends run together, doesn't it? Just all kinds of it comes, it goes, it comes back again. We're reaching out to Deb to see if she'll come find us. So in terms of what it's been like here in California this week, with all the stuff going on, we have had nonstop, increases in COVID, and we have had non-stop news about COVID, none of which is really totally healthy for any of us, right? Because it seems like that's all we hear about. Um, and then we turn on the news, of course, which we probably shouldn't be doing. Um, I hope you're not. I hope that you are giving yourself that grace of not being part of all of it, um, all the time right now. Um, we are spending our time here at our house not going out for the most part and trying to be supportive of those who are just reaching exhaustion with this and are so tired of being in and hearing no- news. And now we've got school news coming out and I just spent an hour with a child who's just wishing she could be in regular classes this year and I've heard that all week so there's a big loss there for kids. Um, So we'd like to you know make sure that we can support you as you're supporting your kids as they're dealing with this too. Deb is actually here in California right now um, and she's here with a loved one who is um, on hospice so she's having her own moments um, this week of of being able to say goodbye in a way that works for her with someone she loves. Um, And boy, if I had to say goodbye to someone, I'd I'd like it to be Deb, who is the one helping because she certainly has a touch for that. Um, Deb says she's trying to find us. So I have tagged her in and I hope she finds us at some point. If you have things you would like us to talk about today, we'd love to have you.
1: There's Deb. Add her in. Good job.
0: Adding Deb. I see you're watching us. It says you're adding in, Deb. Not sure what the delay is. We must be having some issues with internet. We've had that around here this week. Although oh, well, mine seems to be running. I should be here. <laughs>
1: there I am. Hi there. Hi there. And you're in San Diego? No. Tomorrow we leave for San Diego. When I talked to you last week, I'm like, oh, what day am I leaving? So it is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I I was listening to you. Gosh, you know the kids. Well, first I have to compliment you on your scarf. Oh, thank you. That is gorgeous. Yeah, I'm just like a fan of the scarves of many colors. Me too. <laughs> and it was on a 50% yeah. off plus 20% off sale, so you know, the the best <laughs> So I I was listening to you, I mean, can you talk more about the kids, how they must feel so conflicted, and then dealing with their parents' stuff, because they're feeling the feels?
0: Yeah, the parents are, are wishing they could get their kids back on campus, and I'm not hearing it so much about work, it's just they want their kids to feel like it's normal again. And the parents with kids who have lots of attentional issues are super stressed that they're not going to be able to keep kiddos in front of computers all day long. And we know it's not good for them to be in front of computers all day long anyway. And then parents are stressed because they're hearing that their high schoolers are going to have three hours of instruction a day and they would have six hours if they were on a campus. And it's a whole lot of pressure, but for the kids, they're losing their friend time. They're losing sports. They're losing first year of junior high, first year of high school, last year of high school, first year of college, you know, kindergartners who are starting from home instead of having that first goodbye with their parents. And I think those parents are stressed because that's gonna make first grade goodbyes even harder. Yes. (laughs) They're not doing transition at five, they're gonna be doing it at maybe six or six and a half. I mean, it's hard to tell anymore
1: how long we're gonna be doing this, right? Right, the unknown, just unknown of anything, is stress-producing and grief-producing. It because, is, you know. There's, uh unknown is change, and then there's, I don't know what the change is, but I like I, I feel ucky about change. You know, it like it doesn't matter what that is, but um, I sort of, maybe because my, um, my brother homeschooled kids till high school mm-hmm. and, um, another friend homeschooled her daughter till fifth grade. So I, I just want to give a plot while it's infinitely harder for those that have to go to work. Right. right, that is infinitely harder. I want to say this about homeschooling, that um, a lot of the computer work can be done in in smaller sessions. So yes. those that have like, attention deficit, you can do A little bit here a little bit there it could be a reward system it could be any of those things two your kids are still smart so i want to they're still going to be as smart they're not going to get i'm going to use this term dumbed down by not being in school or whatever so i i want to say all those things and there's different catch-up times you know while we're all used to a nine-month school. There's nothing wrong with spreading it out. There's lots of schools, and you can't. There's lots of times school goes all year. Yeah. And everything can be a learning experience. You could be teaching cooking, and teaching about measurements and math. Yeah. You can be teaching about art. With photography, by go out and take five bird's eye views and five worm's eye views. So, and as long as you're keeping their minds active, that's that's great. You know, I've had
0: there's a, a a program called Find a Grave. I don't know if you know about it. No, tell me. You can download it. It's free. And you can put in any name and cemetery or state, and it's got some identifying information, and you can look for the graves of people in anywhere or your family. But they also are constantly looking for volunteers to just go out and take pictures of headstones in local cemeteries, and then you upload them, and then they put them in their database. And it's a cool way to teach kids about history.
1: Yeah. yeah also normally, could you imagine of course i love <laughs> oh well yeah me too um and so definitely i would uh yeah hey kids let's all get in the wagon and go or the subaru let's all get into the subaru and go taking pictures and rubbings rubbings on gravestones is so cool yes. so yeah yeah, yeah, um, someone would said we used a core ball. Who is that? Didi Dee Dee wrote something. Can you read that? Yeah, Didi Dee Dee yeah. said, hey, Didi, it's nice to have you. I know you're super busy this week, and you just had a big birthday. Um, a
0: core ball, you see, have kids sit on that. That way they have to work on their balance at the same time they're in front of the computer, and it helps oh. them keep them engaged in both processes so they are more able to focus.
1: What a great idea. Thanks, Dee Dee. Um Something I'm working out with um, my bonus daughter and her kids that she can stay at home. Her husband cannot. So they're going to keep the kids at home. And I said, if you want one day a week or two days a week, I can't. they can come here and do their work, and then we can do other activities out in the yard and do all those kinds of things. So um, if you can help other parents by maybe say they sort of quarantining with them in a way, and uh, you can do easier things you know with them you know every day can be that birthday party scavenger hunt right like we're going to look for 10 things and name the subject you know so there's so many different things and if people need homeschooling ideas i hope they've already been on a bazillion websites and my hope by saying this is that the grief impact is not as hard, but opens up for a little education. And that's that's what I'm hoping when I say these things. Not to minimize the fears and the griefs, but just to do some things like that. Um,
0: and to find some alternative outlets so they can still connect. Because it, it really yes. is hard. And it's hard to be careful enough in the quarantining together, because when you've got somebody coming in, you're bringing in everybody that they've been around and they've been around. And that, that could be a real challenge right now. Right. Right. For there right now, I think that we are here and it's, it's a, it's a super challenge, but it's, we got kiddos who are going to have to find a way to work this through because they, they just can't go back on campus.
1: Right. Right. And you know, not only that, my heart goes out to all the people that have to, all the teachers. Oh gotcha. that have and professors that have to quit their jobs now. You know I, how horrible have to uh, that they can't work till full uh, benefits. Yep, you know so, and. Another kind of grief that I'm sure is going on for others, another grief, is the fact that some some places have to go to phase one again. You know, where you see? You guys, we, we've been on a pretty Illinois here. We've been on numbers have risen, but not out of the realm where we're, we're still OK. But I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say to you guys, except it sucks to be you. <laughs> it, it sucks to be,
0: and there's a lot of, the, the majority of the states are having increases right now, but we're in right. lockdown around here. And the, the thing that makes that hard is it's of course causing exhaustion with the, the whole process and with aren't we done yet because we're, we've all become a society worldwide of super super fast you know we, we don't have cameras that stay in one position anymore we have 14 movements in a in a minute on a big screen and with that kind of thought process folks don't do well with being told no you've got to slow it down and roll it back in and it's it's hard and so there's a whole lot of attacking going on and it's super hard for folks who've lost someone That's increasing because we're having lots more losses right now, but there's still those who are saying this isn't real and it's not that serious, then they would have died anyway. And there's all the minimizing of these losses and the people experiencing the losses are truly feeling like their loved one's death doesn't matter. And that's not
1: fair. what What a horrible feeling. Yeah. Just to think your loved one that 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 death is just one of the numbers on the screen and it's more than that it's a whole your life is more than a number.
0: And it doesn't matter if you had a pre-existing condition you right. were going to live with that pre-existing condition and now they're not. Right and it's right. all facing again we're facing again hospitals that don't let people in and so again these are deaths that people can't be there for and it's really mm-hmm. we're back to the increasing trauma again around here and in so many other states it's not anywhere
1: just us and you know i don't mind saying part of me is angry because it's one thing if you say, I'm not gonna wear a mask and you stay home. But when you're not gonna wear a mask because of whatever political ideology you have, and you you go into you go into public and then granted it's better news if you lick the door. Did you see that one woman? <laughs> you know, it's like ugh, but I'm saying I'm sort of angry because it didn't have to be this way. So people could have warned people in um, political positions and people in, in your, in your community could have set a standard. And so I'm sort of angry. And then I feel bad because I'm like, I wanna say you brought this on yourselves, but I know that's not right either. And I'm like a minister and a nurse and a compassionate grieving person. And I feel sort of bad thinking that. So I'm angry. I'm angry that that... It's powerlessness. It is. And so that in itself is that Grief, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I'm like, what do you do? What do you do, Jill? You know, what we're doing is we're talking about it a lot
0: and giving people permission to have the feelings that they're having and giving them permission not to argue with those who are trying to pick fights about it. Just yes. saying you, it hasn't touched you yet. At this point, it's going to at some point and then you'll feel differently. And I'll be sorry for you when that happens. In the meantime, I just can't be part of this conversation. Right. Um, you know, so, I've got lots yes. of people. I'm getting off of social media. I can't uh-huh. be, I do for a living. But I am snoozing people right and left because I just can't listen to it anymore. Mhm. Uh-huh. But and then I... we're feeling like they're being minimized. We talk about how real that loss is, and we talk about what they're going to miss about that person, and then mm-hmm. um, your questions about what made you what made them laugh and what what was fun with them. But what are you going to carry with them? Let's work on your memories and let's leave the noise behind because the noise mm-hmm. is along there.
1: Yeah. Um. Dee Dee just wrote, "Disengage the ignorance," and you're right, Dee Dee. That is exactly. Uh, what I have been, and sometimes I don't even label it. I just go, I just learned a new word dealing with narcissists. It's called gray block. Um, gray, yeah, gray block them, or gray stone them, something like that. Sorry, I didn't get the word right, but basically it's disengaging. And um, so I like to disengage uh, with, I I want to focus on the higher things. I'm not saying I do all the time, because, like I said, I'm going to admit I'm angry, but I won't engage them with my anger. Right. I won't. I I just won't. I
0: will find a fun way. It's kind of like dealing with a bully. If you don't respond, it's not fun.
1: We're mm-hmm.
0: not mm-hmm. to them. They lose their fun.
1: It is. And and with narcissists, actually, that is exactly the case. Um, When you grade block them, that means you just disengage Mm -hmm. from their need for drama to add to their stuff. So, yeah. You can sit with your loss and you can do your remembering
0: and you can share with the others because there are growing numbers who have had these losses.
1: So instead, you can connect with those people. Exactly. And um, there are, I just, I was hoping we could talk about this a little bit because you had put on your, on the page about um, what makes a good grief group, an online grief group. Uh, Name me a couple things that, that make a good online grief group, or a healthy online
0: grief group? Number one is a focus not staying in grief, working through grief so you do not have to grieve forever and identify through your grief and your loss.
1: That's always number one for me. So say that again um, in a, um, so you're on an online grief group and Uh, Betsy, I don't know who Betsy is, Betsy's lost her husband eight years ago and what would be a healthy response from Betsy and what would not? I have seen Betsy's online who have said, I hate
0: people in this group who come in here and want to feel better. I lost my husband and I'm allowed to feel bad for the rest of my life. And those of you who feel like you are moving on have no compassion and didn't love your loved ones as much as I love my husband. Ah, so that's unhealthy Betsy. That's the unhealthy Betsy. That's I just need, I'm identifying as, hi, I'm a widow. I lost my husband. I'm very sad. This has been going on for eight years. By the way,
1: my name is Betsy. That's the unhealthy is- side. Okay. What would a healthy Betsy be saying?
0: Healthy Betsy would come in and say, you know, I lost my husband and I really want to feel better. Someone show me how you got to the other side. Tell me what, w- what worked for you. Um, uh-huh. I feel guilty because I feel good some days. Is that normal? You know, asking the questions about how do I get from
1: here to there and people not attacking for that reason. You just gave some wonderful examples, Jill. That's I. I. I just wanted to get to the heart of the matter because there's usually a mixture in the groups that I'm part of. I'm part of a hospice group, and um, sometimes the nurse in me says, "Okay, you need to go back to the doctor," or "I'm not allowed to give you this advice." The vice—it seems like you're seeking because I'll lose my license. So <laughs> when I do it on public forums, let me let me qualify that. Right. Um, but those that that do write in group groups, when will I get through this? Mm-hmm. How will I get through this? Asking any sort of question is an invitation for healthy um, healthy moving forward, while also understanding sometimes you don't move forward for a very long time.
0: Right. It's your own process. And, Dee Dee, you're right. Martyring themselves is a real thing. And that's it is. It's not my favorite population to be with folks who just need to be all about how much they've lost um i'm in an, i'm in a, a bunch of grief groups online um and i'm there's a, a widows support group that i'm i'm part of um and someone just yesterday posted a query it was something like how long have has, has it been and um how young and old were you guys when this happened and what did they die of and have you considered a new relationship since then which were open-ended questions instead of Mm -hmm. you can't believe anybody would want to have a new relationship. And so the conversation has been very civil and people have shared that they have or they have not and how little or how long it's been. And some people moved into new relationships quickly and some haven't, but there's no attacking going on. Now, a few months back, someone posted something in there that said something like, I can't believe all of you who have found new relationships. This group is not for me. None of you loved your spouses enough. I need to find some group that really wants to stay where they
1: They can be sad. That's not where I want to be. Right. And I think any group that you're part of, you want to aim for civility. Yes. You know, not... I understand that sometimes in grief, you uh, lose your filtering mm-hmm. a little bit. However, keep your snarky to yourself or other places. It is not meant for a grief group where you want to grow. I see uh, Joanne, someone that I um, that's part of our. Uh, spiritual community and uh, questions and probably as part of a bunch of different grief groups. I won't tell her story, but um, pretty amazing woman as she's been going through her grief process and things that she's been doing. Um, I have a lot of respect for her. It's been hard Mm -hmm. to look at to look at grief groups, I sometimes I, I just troll them a little bit to see. I, do. I don't like to respond to all of them because I, I don't want to keep investing. I need to invest in to fill me up so that I can be with people during the week and my clients and check on them and do this and do that. So yeah thank you for thank you for saying that that's great examples
0: I, I when i'm talking to people and teaching therapists even about doing grief better one of the things i say is before you refer someone to an online any kind of group you need to hop in there yourself and find out if it's healthy cuz they change personality frequently yes. and you also need to check whether this is going to fit your client instead of it being the automatic i always refer to just this one there are some that are very very religious in a very particular frame and that doesn't Mm -hmm. a whole lot of people and that therapist may not even be aware of it because they just have seen the name and it seems like it's good grief and so there you go you have to really check to see where you're sending people because they do change and they can get ugly sometimes
1: and you want something and I, and I and I also think that before recommending an online grief group you you have to go with what is it that I want out of them do I right. do I just want people to affirm my grief or do I want to know if I'm within normal limits mm-hmm. of grieving do I need other help so I I think sort of coaching people um, before you send them someplace. Say, this is what you need. Like, I'll tell you, when I recommend a therapist, I said, you want two things from your therapist. One, you want to leave with a sense of hope and also relief. And that's real important. And two, I prefer therapists. And I always say my bias, they give homework assignments. And if they don't, you should ask them what you need to work on. Absolutely. You no, know, like what is it? So that's how I coach people about checking out therapists. Yeah, I would I, do the I same with the group.
0: group. Yeah, I do a lot of dementia work. And, you know, frequently you'll see people say, well, you should just go to like the so and so association because every, there are 14 major dementias. And every one of them has an association that's a national or international. And they've got the research. (laughs) But a lot of those sites don't have the down and dirty. How do you cope at 2 in the morning? And so I will put those things up. But then I will also find the groups that are online that have a lot of people in them. So they're always awake. Where there are people on there going, I can't believe how hard this is. This just happened. What do I do? And somebody else who's living that will immediately hop in and say, well, I've tried this, you know, instead of the just standard, well, you just need to talk them down and, you know, because that doesn't work with dementia. No.
1: Like no. saying Walking well, it isn't doesn't, work. Work. It doesn't work either. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: And going to the spa doesn't make it better. <laughs>
1: No, it's a temporary, it's a very temporary, well, they're all temporary fixes when dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's, and so even accepting that, so you need a plethora of ideas to sort of systematically go through in your head. Um, I know it's already around 1230-ish, but I just want to put it out to people. Does anybody have any questions? Does anybody uh several people hopped on my page to see this i i clicked my share right away and um and so i want to uh does anybody have any questions i think we covered a couple of good topics today mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
0: and have you been on Dee Dee's program because she's doing some great things right now with various speakers talking about various kinds of losses
1: um, I have not. Um, you've been posting while people might be writing a question or something. Now, um, I want to know if uh, what what is this thing you've been through, and is that with Dee Dee? Is that the different? Um, uh, you've been part of something that's going on, uh, like through the month of July. I can't remember what it was, but put it together. She's like a
0: super mover and shaker, and there she is. Um, there. she's just she's, she decided there needed to be some place central where she would have conversations with people who do various kinds of grief and loss and then mm-hmm. them up so people could slide in and listen to them and you can hear mm-hmm. one of them or you can hear all of them you can hear a certain number of them at no cost or you can get the whole series plus CEs um, for a fee I'm on it twice talking about two different topics but dee has mm-hmm. got a sense of humor. She's got her own story, um, had her own losses. Um, mm-hmm. And there's those two. She's like me. She's very, very transparent. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a tell it like it is, which is, of course, the way I like to be, the way you like to be. Um, and she has a great sense of humor and she's found people who have senses of humor. So, yeah, it's, it's been a fun process and it, it generated a lot of conversation. So... Mm-hmm. Hoping some of those oh. folks will transition
1: over here since we're always here. Uh huh. Give them a place to come I... and have a coffee. Well, Dee Dee wrote, "Aw oh, shucks, you make your heart full." Mm-hmm. So Dee, Dee this is for you. Thank you. And um, yeah, I'll I'll be I. I've had other things and that's why I haven't hopped on but I think I will. I'll hop on. I just have to click on the link and maybe you can put it in on this page too and uh yeah. I I uh, that's that's it for me. I don't got nothing else today. Do you got something? I just wish want to wish you safe travels for this weekend and thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. And um, it'll be a hard weekend yeah, and a necessary weekend. And um, I, I know because our family knows what I do for a living and what I've done, and that will also give them some comfort. Yes. Um, I am going to, uh, I know, I'm gonna take a risk here and plug a product. One other thing I want to say is that sometimes when you don't know what to do, there are various websites to send things. And I really like Blankygram because someone sent it to me. You know what I'm talking about? I do. And you you can, it's just comforting. They're really soft blankets. And so I sent a blanket that had uh, spiritual words on it. And, you know, because you really don't want to say, oh, get well, you know. So so that's what I did. My phone is ringing. I apologize. And I'll hop off and say thank we'll you. And I'll see you next Friday. Safe travels. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.